ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Germany, Kenya, and Russia, and in the states of Alaska. Alaska, California, and Vermont, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say this with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip of the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. And through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is observe nature. One form of meditation is to sit and relax in nature or to look outside from a comfortable spot. Enjoy the beauty of the sunset, the flowers, the birds singing. Over the last several years, the amount of research on the benefits of spending time in nature has been mounting. Yet I wonder how many people are making use of this information. When I go to a park, I rarely see anyone there, even when there are houses surrounding the park. I've also noticed that television programs and movies still focus on meeting at the local bar to relax. One character will say something like, it's been a difficult day, I need a drink. And then we see them at the bar drinking and laughing as if all their problems have been solved. If someone is shown in nature, they usually have alcohol in their hand. We know that during the pandemic, addictions to alcohol and drugs have increased, yet our media is adding to the problem, and we seem to be continuing behavioral patterns that are harmful to us. It's time we stop and pay attention to the choices we're making, and if our behavior is helping us or hurting us, we could notice how we feel when we're outside, when we take a deep breath of fresh air, when we see the spectacular colors of the leaves in fall, the beauty of the flowers in bloom, 
the feel of the wind on our face, the sound of the rustling leaves, the music of the birds singing, the paintings created every day in the sky at sunrise and sunset. Instead of numbing ourselves with liquor and drugs, we could bring more joy into our lives by filling our senses with the miracles in nature. It's free with no unhealthy side effects. As we tune into the harmony of nature, we can feel the balance and harmony within ourselves. More people are starting to have extraordinary experiences and access higher dimensions because we are fast approaching a shift from the third dimension, Earth, to the fourth dimension. Remember when there was a lot of fear that the world was going to end on 12-12-12? That was when the shift to the fourth dimension was supposed to occur. But there was so much fear generated about the apocalypse that there wasn't enough positive energy to create the shift. Enough of us are ready now that we can create the energy necessary to make the change. The shift is scheduled to begin on 12-21-21, just in a couple weeks. We can help by clearing ourselves of fear and protecting ourselves from taking on more fear. That's why we do these three techniques every week and why I encourage you to do them every day on your own. The first one helps heal the earth and us of fear and replaces it with love. Do it with me. Visualize the earth. Now imagine putting the universal pink heart of love all around it like a big bubble. Do this at least once a day. Let's do the second one. Imagine yourself inside a big, bright purple cube with six feet or more on each side of you. Line the cube with the color silver for protection. Place bright, dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this when you leave the house and when you're feeling anxious. Let's do the third one. Say, please surround me in the sacred rainbow energy of love. See and feel a rainbow surrounding you for 300 feet or more in all directions. And do this every morning. As Dwan Washington predicted in our first show this year, hundreds of millions of angels have come forward to help us create hope and positive change. One way we can take advantage of their assistance is to ask for their help in removing our negative thoughts. One effective technique is to monitor your thoughts. Notice when you have negative thoughts like, no one likes me, I never say the right thing, I'm not pretty, girls don't notice me, I'll never amount to anything. When you hear thoughts that make you feel bad, imagine there's a pink trash can in front of you. Put the negative thoughts in the pink trash can, put the lid on, and hand the trash can over to the four archangels, Michael, Gabriel, Uriel, and Raphael. Ask them to take out the trash, transmute the energy, and send it back to you as self-love. Do this every time you hear a negative thought until they are all gone. This takes time, patience, and repetition. You've been listening to those negative thoughts for many years. Keep throwing them in the trash can and turning them over to the archangels until they are completely gone. We all need help, and the help from the spiritual realm is the most effective. 
by participating in my guided meditation video, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, 1,000 angels will come in to help you connect with the angelic part of yourself that's still in heaven and to fill you with light. You can participate when it fits your schedule from anywhere in the world. For details, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and click on Workshops on Demand. We can all use help, and the most powerful help comes from the spiritual realm. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose love over fear, which includes happiness, gratitude, abundance, peace, joy, compassion, forgiveness, positivity, and all good things as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Dr. Rochelle Calvert, who's here to talk about healing trauma with nature, mindfulness, and somatic practices. After our episode last week with Lee Tomlinson, I received the following email from Audrey. Your interview with Lee was very powerful. I was an administrator for a cancer center for 23 years. The number one complaint I received from patients was the lack of compassion from physicians and nurses. Unfortunately, the medical team is accustomed to cancer and the side effects of treatment medications because they have worked in the field for many years. I had to constantly remind them that it's the patient's first time dealing with the disease and that they must show compassion and not get frustrated when the patient has questions or concerns. Thank you for having Lee on your show to share his experiences. Compassion can change the world if we all do our part. Thank you, Audrey, and I appreciate what you did to help bring more compassion to healthcare. As Lee said, there is sound research proving the power of compassion to heal physical and mental illness, and we, when we show compassion to others daily, we help to spread kindness, happiness, good health, and well-being. For those who missed this episode, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on the impact of compassion, please listen to some of my previous shows like October 3rd, 2019 with Robin Spiesman, Spreading Loving Kindness for a More Loving Life and World, September 27, 2018 with Amy Lee Mercury, Compassion Including Self-Compassion, brings peace, joy, and happiness, and September 22, 2016, with Stefan Schwartz, create change by making compassionate, life-affirming choices. 
You can hear these shows or any others you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled Being an Agent of Lasting Change, Personal Society and Global with Stefan Schwartz, posted in November 2018. This blog reminds us that our intentions and actions matter more than we know. Here's an excerpt. Real change occurs when enough individuals set an intention to make compassionate, life-affirming choices for the well-being of all every day, all day long. You may not like the choices, but committing to making the best choice available to you for the well-being of all changes who you are on the inside. That in turn affects everyone you come in contact with and like a good virus spreads well-being, love, and light. It's as simple as choosing to smile at someone or opening a door or saying good morning. The point of change is the individual, which means that you can make a difference. Please choose to be among those who set an intention to make compassionate, life-affirming choices for the well-being of all. To read the rest of this blog or any of my other blogs, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. Also, check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my video titled, Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth, Communicate with an Open Heart, which reminds us that when we really hear each other, no matter how different our opinions may be, we can improve our own lives and the lives of others. My current affirmation is my mind, body, and spirit are emotionally peaceful and connected to the love energy with me, within me. Say it with me now. My mind, body, and spirit are emotionally peaceful and connected to the love energy within me. Where there is love, there can be no fear. I invite you to feel the love energy that is authentically you by saying this affirmation with me one more time. My mind, body, and spirit are emotionally peaceful and connected to the love energy within me. And now for my silver lining story. Children who live with trauma often instinctively know the benefits of nature to help them heal. I was one of those children, and some of my fondest memories center around those times when I could escape into nature. There was a huge tree in front of our house when the weather allowed. If I was sad, I would sit down under the tree with my back against the trunk. I felt protected, nurtured, and safe. When it was raining, I would sit in our screened-in porch and get lost in the sound, smell, and feel of the rain. I could sit for hours watching the rain and feeling at peace. As an adult, that desire to escape into nature continued. I loved going camping, hiking, taking long walks at the ocean and in beautiful gardens and in the mountains. I didn't understand why I felt the pull to be close to nature until recently when I read the research and all the benefits nature provides physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. I feel fortunate to have been able to spend so much time in nature. 
Even without knowing the special techniques my guest has developed, I was able to find moments of peace and joy that helped sustain me through the years when I didn't realize I was living with trauma. When we grow up with abuse, it often feels normal because it's all we know. If we're lucky, we find someone who helps us understand our life experience, name it, and heal from it. Not just survive, but heal. In the last several years, many techniques have been created that go beyond talk therapy. People are now able to truly heal from trauma, reclaim their lives, and thrive. Our guest, Rochelle Calvert, has a PhD and is a psychologist and somatic experiencing practitioner who is certified in a variety of mindfulness meditation and trauma healing practices. She is the founder and clinical director of New Mindful Life and the author of Healing with Nature, Mindfulness and Somatic Practices to Heal from Trauma. You're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com or click on the link on this page to follow us on social media and I will send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. While on my website, learn more about my two on-demand guided meditation videos. One connects you to two of your past lives and the other to your inner angelic light body. Participate at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, are you willing to spend more time in nature? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Rochelle Calford, who's here to discuss healing trauma with nature mindfulness, and somatic practices. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. 
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. I love you and value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down that you're willing to spend more time in nature. I'm so grateful to welcome Dr. Rochelle Calvert, who's here to talk about healing trauma with nature, mindfulness, and somatic practices. Um, Rochelle, it, it's just a delight to have you on the show. As um, as we were talking about during um, the break, this is a topic that's just so dear to my heart and so important to me. And as we were talking, um, you were you were mentioning the connection of the the importance of compassion and self-compassion in the work that you do. Will you talk with us a little bit about that, please? Yeah, thank you, Paula, for having me and so grateful to share. Um, but yeah, I was reflecting as you were sharing with your listeners on all the beautiful compassion and self-compassion um, topics that have been explored that when we are in relationship to our healing and you know our healing of our trauma takes a lot of fierce compassion or you know loving and kind care to meet ourselves when we're healing these um, places in our lives that are really painful and I was struck by you know and remembering all of the research that is in compassion um, and when we're healing, we, you know, begin to feel better. We begin to reconnect to ourselves and to wake up. And the work that I'm up to is in relationship with nature to that healing process. And so I think there's an added element of the compassion and the healing coming to ourselves through the relationship of ourselves with nature. And that, that's a beautiful, and why I love this work and, and sharing on it is that it's such a beautiful way to begin to feel the way we can take care of ourselves from nature. And in the story that you were sharing too, it's, it's like we're inclined to go to connect to her. Like it's, it's not hard and she's there to reflect back to us some way we can maybe take care of ourselves differently. And that becomes a reciprocity in relationship for healing. And so it just, I was really um, sparked by the, the piece about feeling into the, 
beauty of the healing itself and how that brings more compassion to our own self and our healing of our trauma. But also because we're practicing and healing with nature, the same is our development of that capacity to have compassion for her and potentially her healing as well too. And and I, I love that um, you're using the pronoun her and, and she because, uh, you know, we do call the earth mother nature. Um, and and I think we forget what that means. That that isn't happenstance. Mm-hmm. Our language is meaningful, and Mother Nature is nurturing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we you know listen to the birds hung, or we um, you know wake up to a beautiful color, or smell a beautiful fragrance, right? She's nurturing us in that moment. And the practices and the ways that I'm inviting people to explore is to deepen that sense of connection with her in that way so that we're able to use it in a skillful means within ourselves to heal and transform the trauma that may be kind of holding us back from the way that we could be viewing ourselves. And as you point to, kind of stepping into our fuller light, stepping into our fuller wholeness and love to be be able to share that with people. And I want to talk more about the practices um, that you have developed. But first, I, I want to talk a little bit more about trauma, because even quoting um, the World Health Organization, I think they're way underestimating. I think all of us yeah. are actually um, have trauma in our lives in the past and in the present with the pandemic, with um, political unease, with war, with violence, with mass shootings, mm-hmm. um, tornadoes, et cetera, fires, you know, and, and there's secondary trauma when you watch this stuff on television or you read it, you uh, there's a part of you that's experiencing it. And when you add that also onto the our actual experiences are in our personal lives, plus the passing of the epigenetics through the DNA. Mm-hmm. We've all had famine, war, we've all experienced trauma. So when we talk about healing from trauma, we're not talking about those people. Mm-hmm. We're talking about ourselves, all of us, whether we recognize it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for articulating it that way, because it is one of the primary intents in this book that I'm sharing this work on is to broaden that definition of what we mean by trauma. Um, And I would agree. I think that we're underestimating the amount and the prevalence of the impact of of how much trauma we're all exposed to. Um, And it really, you know, the definition that I offer for it is that it's just an experience that we go through where our response to it is such that it overwhelms our ability to cope. Right? So if we watch something on the news or we are impacted by something with climate crisis, you know, we had, we, I'm, in New Mexico, we had tornado winds yesterday and it was remarkable, right? Like that's that's traumatic to be exposed to that in, in addition to the many things you just mentioned with our pandemic and all of the other things that we're exposed to on a daily basis. When it 
overwhelms our ability to cope, it changes the way that we're able to experience ourselves, right? We can feel helpless. We don't feel like ourselves or our full sense of capacity. And we maybe don't um, engage in life in the way that we normally would. And it diminishes our life. So, you know, broadening that definition to just think about the things in your life that have come through, you got through it. But maybe you didn't have the full resources or um, abilities to manage that event. You just got on and got over. It's probably still lingering around in your nervous system. It's probably still, you know, not fully digested if we don't really take the time to go back and take care of our well-being in an intentional way. Absolutely. And the research on um, the effects of childhood abuse or abuse experience during childhood and just think of all the children growing up right now experiencing Mm -hmm. the traumas today. Um, It gets into your body and your nervous system and it affects health years later and people aren't connecting the dots or doctors aren't connecting the dots so that they're not going back to heal the cause, they may heal the disease, but then something else pops up because the root cause is still there. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I truly believe that when we can finally get to that root cause and identify this, the experiences that we've been through, um, there's real transformation possible. And a lot of times what I share with my clients and, and students is that that transformation that's possible is sustainable. It's going to permeate into your life and it's not going to feel hard, right? It's because you're operating in a completely new paradigm inside your body and inside the way you view the world that it begins to, you know, just open your life up. And and that root cause, getting to that is where we have the real potential to have that kind of life-changing and sustaining experiences of well-being. Exactly. And even when we talk about PTSD for people who have been in the Army, the research shows that the, the, the soldiers who come home with PTSD had abuse in their childhood, which set them up for unresolved trauma. And then the war added to that yeah. or their experience experiences in the armed forces, which cause the PTSD. So yeah. when when we say PTSD isn't isn't resolved or isn't healed, it's because we're not going to the root cause in yeah. childhood. So when yeah. you have the big picture, then the treatments and the outcome are different and and healing truly is possible. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, how far back we really want to go in terms of, and you alluded to this in the in your uh, widening that definition of trauma, right? How how many collective generations are we coming from in different ways, right? And so all of that can be healed, all of that can be transformed, but we have to be willing to be in the conversation or in the willingness to begin to feel and sense and connect to those experiences that are stored within us to allow ourselves the possibility to heal. Beautifully said. So you have developed um, some wonderful practices that help us to get to the the sources and and where the trauma is stored in our 
Mind and Body. Talk to us a little bit about what you're doing, please. Yeah. Um, well, we could we could spend a couple hours doing that. But right. right. I, will, <laughs> I will do my best to synthesize that for, for all of us. But, um, you know, at, at the core of this work and what I'm inviting people into is to be held and to be supported and to be experiencing the container of nature to heal. So every single practice that we explore um, through the book and through the different workshops and things that I offer is indirect relationship to nature. Um, and I, you know, get asked a lot of times, well, what if I don't have, you know, the beautiful mountain vista or the forest or the lake or the ocean to go to? Nature is where we are. She's here. She's just taking different forms a lot of times, even in the cities, right? If you look up, you will see the sky. She's here in her vastness. But the other forms that might be around us, we forget, you know, that everything of the buildings that we sit in are made of the earth. And how can we connect to that, right? The, the trees, the rock, the, and all the beautiful human beings that created and made the homes or places that we live in. So no matter where we are, it's, it's a little easier when we're in the direct visceral sense of the container of nature outdoors. But even indoors, we can begin to sense that connection. And so in that container, what we're learning to do is wake up to feeling present in the body, which for a lot of us with trauma, it's very difficult. We're disconnected from our bodies. You were mentioning this earlier of how, you know, we check out with alcohol or with other mediums, you know, even media, right? Just checking out from this being in our inhabiting sense of our bodies. And so we start with that container and support of nature to begin to reawaken into our bodies so that we begin to meet what's going on in the body. And then through some practices and process in the book, we move towards eventually being able to figure out where in the body is this stored trauma? What is the experience of the stored trauma in my body? And again, this is all in the relationship with the practices of working with being with the outer world so we can be with our inner world in a, in a as I was mentioning earlier, that like that reciprocity kind of sense of thing, the way that we're being taken care of and can take care of ourselves inwardly of whatever we're turning towards. And then over the course of the different practices in the book, we're finding ways to transform and release that trauma from the body so that it's no longer kind of holding us back um, in the ways we might be perceiving ourselves or taking care of ourselves. And the beautiful part is because we are in that container of and with nature, she's constantly giving us messages about how to keep taking care of ourselves and Eventually, at the end of the book, I'm inviting people to, as we feel healed and transformed and released with our trauma, to consider how do we want to give back to her? She's equally experiencing traumas and difficulties and challenges of the way that we're in relationship to her. And and my high hope is that, you know, we, we, we are able to come through these practices to heal with her so that we begin to heal her. I I love that, and and that's I, I want to reference back to the first part of the show where I talk about putting the um, pink universal heart mm-hmm. of love ar- around the earth because the the earth is living, it, yeah. and it does pick up uh, the negative energy, all the trauma that's being um, 
experienced by individuals and by the earth itself with, as you were mentioning, tornado, tornadoes, earthquakes, um, uh, all of the devastation, the fires, all of these things affect Mother Earth directly and indirectly because it, um, she picks up on the energy that we put out and the earth actually has an aura and we can help to clear that aura to raise the vibration through positive practices and giving love to Mother Earth in in ways that, that you talk about. So yeah, give us a, an example um, mm-hmm. of, of how we can help Mother Earth and ourselves at the same time. That's the beauty of it. it it's the we're connected. Right. Well, and, and we are nature, right? Like right. Every, this physical body being that we live in is equally a part of what we imagine the entire globe to be. We are part of it. We are not separate from it. So um, I think that's, I always love to just remember, you know, if I'm looking at my tree friends outside I'm that tree too I'm not I'm not separate right I just have a different form that I take that is different than what the tree is but um you know as far as what a practice you know we'd be pointing towards you know practices that are in the latter part of the book but you know I I talk about ways that if we're really dropped into you know this physical body and feeling more whole and more healthy you know, what would it be like to start practicing fierce gratitude with the earth, right? Could we walk outside and just, you know, like deep reverence for, wow, you know, I'm breathing the oxygen of this tree that's sustaining my life. And in the exhale that I offer back out, may she, the trees, you know, sustain and have life too, right? Like that sense of being able to realize that as we're more tapped in to our higher sense of well-being, we are in that relationship. And so offering gratitude for her, offering that, you know, walking around and looking at the colors or looking at, you know, even even just because it's so fresh <laughs> and I'm looking at actually a tree that, that fell on our home uh, yesterday and it, we're safe and we're fine. But um, as we as we talk today, but I'm I'm just struck by the resilience and the and the magnificence of the tree and this planet, right? And then the gratitude that I can have for being able to see that and know that as possible, even amidst what just happened yesterday, right? My nervous system is still inclined to say, thank you, thank you for being here, not, oh my goodness, are you gonna fall on me again, right? Like, and that's that's the gift of these practices is that I think we become more able to take care of ourselves amidst whatever the the traumatic events of life might be and still lean towards what we can keep um, helping in our community and in our planet's capacity to continue to thrive. So fierce gratitude would be one practice, you know, and that's just walking around with like a, I will protect you and I appreciate you and I love that you're here for me today. Thank you. That's beautiful. And um, we're about to go to break, but the other thought And the other thought that came to me as you were talking, it's gratitude for all of life. Mm 
Mm. Life isn't just when we're, you know, all joyful and everything is working perfectly. Although everything is always working perfectly, right. but we, can, right. we don't always see we it that way. <laughs> and it doesn't always feel that way. And yeah. when we can really feel the gratitude of all of it, of everything, then it's it, we're really in that beautiful space of really enjoying always the total beauty of life and the the broader meaning meaning that we can't see necessarily from our vantage point but knowing that it's there and it all has meaning and it's all um, for our highest good and yeah. all for our evolution. So when we come back, I want to talk more about um, what we can also each of us do to help ourselves release trauma in addition to the gratitude practice. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on our shows, important information from each show in the free chapter, and my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align and integrate their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind and move forward with more ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down, how are you going to spend more time in nature? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Rochelle Calvert to discuss healing trauma with nature, mindfulness, and somatic practices. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, 
please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you're going to spend more time in nature. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Holarium can help you. And I'm so thankful we're here with Dr. Rochelle Calvert talking about healing trauma with nature, mindfulness, and somatic practices. Um, Rochelle, this information is so beautiful and so important. Um, Talk to us a little bit more about some of the practices that we can do in nature, um, even if it's in our home with a plant. um, (laughs) you know, or a rock. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, there's a lot of different things in the book to explore. A lot of, um, in most of the chapters, I'm giving suggestions for not just meditations, but maybe little creative activities and ways that we can, um, you know, connect to the plants and the rocks in our yard or out on our neighborhood. But a practice that I thought could be useful just to share with your audience um, would be kind of blending a couple of practices from a couple of the chapters. But there's a beautiful practice that I invite people to do early on in the book where we just take a walk in nature and attend to our senses, right? Really waking up the body to the sensory majesty of what's going on around you. And that, you know, we just take ourselves on a walk wherever that walk is available to us um, in our immediate um, environment. And we attend to each of the senses, right? What we're seeing, what we're smelling, what we're hearing, what we can touch and even taste. And this isn't so much about, oh, that's an elm or, oh, that's a daisy or, you know, and identifying what it is that we hear or see or touch. It's more about waking up to the way the body is receiving the sensory experience that's happening as you're walking, right? So like with the the light, like letting the eyes just be soft and relaxed to receive the display of light that's just casting itself into your body through your eyes, right? The The display, the soundscape of all of the different ways that nature is speaking, right? And receiving that, not trying to... Um, figure it out, right? That's the tendency of the mind, but it's to really let the body receive all those sensory expressions, right? And as we do that and we walk through nature, what you might find is that your body all of a sudden becomes just a little more grounded, a little bit more tethered to being with nature. And that begins to open a doorway where there are other practices that we can read more about in the book, but I think what that first step of really taking care of our trauma is we need to have our body feeling like we are in it. We feel safe. We feel feel supported and grounded. 
And a sensory walk in this way really begins to let us feel and access that within our body with the relationship of nature. Then we start to feel like, oh, it just feels a little easier around here. Oh, I really think I want to lean up against that tree or maybe I even want to give her a hug, right? And the body starts to soften. It starts to relax. It starts to feel more grounded. And that's actually a beautiful place to take refuge, but it's also the place where we can really begin that transformative work with the trauma. That's really beautiful. And, uh, you know, I was sharing with you um, during the break that there was a tree um, that I used to look at every day from um, the inside of my home and um, had really grown attached to the tree and just felt this connection. And when the high winds destroyed it and it had to be cut down, I went over to the stump and said a prayer of gratitude for its, um, you know, as, as if I were at someone's grave, really, mm-hmm. um, just sharing um, all that it had given me. And it, um, you know, it, was, it, it, it helped me, too, in that loss. Yeah. 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 And, you know, the the beautiful thing about being able to connect when we feel into a painful moment, as you're naming right outside of ourselves with a tree or with, you know, a being that we love and care about that's outside of ourselves. It's a beautiful mirror to begin to consider we could do the same for ourselves. Right. Um, you know, in this tree that I, I'm looking at now that's missing three limbs and has shards kind of displaying from it. You know, I'm, I am captured by the metaphor there that's, you know, just like our life, right? Like how many traumas have we gone through? This tree just went through one, right? And when we can allow ourselves to see the grace within ourselves too to heal and take care and be cared for when we go through traumatic events, just like you just shared you did with the tree that you were connected to. And I will continue to do with this tree in front of me. We can offer that same loving and caring way of being with ourselves too. When we go through, you know, how the the winds whip through our lives and, and create a lot of destruction in our inner landscape. And so it's this learning to, you know, again, turn towards those painful pieces. You know, it's painful to look at this tree. Sometimes it's been really painful to turn towards the places of my own body and trauma that need healing. But always a beautiful gift is going to be revealed or a new relationship of reciprocity and way to care for and wake up to the world to myself and to heal the planet is possible. Um, so I would invite people really to, you know, consider if you're easily inclined to want to love and care for the planet, for nature, for the beautiful things you're connected to, you are that same nature. So we can learn through these practices to do the same for ourselves. Um, I, I think this is so important what you're saying because we've been taught um, that we should take a pill, we should take a mm-hmm. drink, we should do whatever it is to avoid the pain and not to allow ourselves to feel the emotional, mental, or physical pain. But it's in the feeling that we are able to release the pain and really become free of it. If we don't allow ourselves to feel, we're never free. 
Yeah. And there are so many different beautiful pra- you know, healing practices that bring us into that capacity to turn towards the pain. You know, and I'm offering that, you know, nature and being really mindfully present and then somatically attuned to how and and you know, skillful means by which we can stay connected to the pain without overwhelming ourselves, but actually heal it and let something beautiful grow out of it. Um, so that we don't need to turn away from it. We can really support using it as a, a medium to only allow us to feel a healthier, wholer sense of self. I agree with you completely. And I'm so grateful to you for your being on the show and for sharing your wisdom and knowledge and um, your gentle nature, your true understanding. And and it's clear that you walk your talk, that you have been doing it. You're not just telling us what to do. And that speaks loudly. So I'm grateful for your personal work and what you're sharing with us as well. And I encourage everyone to purchase the book, Healing with Nature, Mindfulness and Somatic Practices to Heal from Trauma. We all need this. And I also encourage you to go to Rochelle's website, newmindfullife.com. Thank you so much, and I wish you the very best. Thank you. And I thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, rent my past life regression workshop video, and my awakening, your inner angelic light body, read my latest blog, and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, reading the Akashic Records or tarot, past life regressions dream interpretation, channeling your family guardian angel, and more. I'm also available to video conference, a custom design workshop or speech for you, or any of my speeches or workshops, such as connecting with your soul, dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, healing physically, mentally, and emotionally, discovering hope and silver linings, awakening new chakras, or the ultimate creative problem-solving process, or I can create a, um, a, wor- a, a workshop or speech specifically for you and your group. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Holarium, who helps us feel peace. Ask for his help in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help you feel peace. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Holarium, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me feel at peace. 
You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Holarium, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me heal from trauma and feel peace. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust he is helping you because he is. Please listen next Thursday when Joe McQuillan will join us to discuss We're Not Done Yet, Pop, on December 30th when Kak Young returns to talk about my first autobiography, From Street Life to the Sweet Life by Spirit the Cat and Natural Healing for Cats, Combining Bach Flower Remedies and Behavioral Therapy. And on January 6th, when Dewan Washington will be here to talk about predictions for 2022 and beyond. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, You are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.